Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. If your boyfriend said, hey, let's start stealing from everybody, would that make you a horny? Can you help me? Can you help me? People's problems. Terry joins the show. Uh, again, we know just enough to know that I think I want to talk about this. So uh, what's going on with this uh, New Year's Eve party, man? Uh, I hope this is, uh, I'm going to keep it radio appropriate. But basically, Thank you got you. invited to, a, me and my, my wife got invited to a New Year's Eve party. And there's two other couples that we, we actually know. Okay. And it's not a big deal. You know, I'm, I'm usually not an out-the-house person. But, you know, I'll hang around people that I know. The only thing that's making me not want to do it is because both of these other couples they, they're kind of weird like like they, weird how like okay so each of the wives will openly flirt with me in front of my wife <laughs> and their husbands will openly flirt with my wife in front of me really and okay I, I thought yes initially my wife thought I was being insecure and like, oh, they just appreciating my beauty. But then when they, when the wives started flirting with me, now all of a sudden it's a problem. So it's like, yeah, like. I, you know exactly I what just, this is I leading don't to, don't you? That's what I'm saying. I watch certain movies, okay? <laughs> I know where this goes. Listen, I. Like the wife, the wife, the wife will hug me. I know some couples that are into this stuff and that's kind of how they feel it out where they're like. Are they going to flirt back? Then what does it lead to? And then before you know it, the ball is dropping and you're going to be kissing somebody else. Somebody's going to be kissing dropping. your wife. <laughs> That's going to be weird. I I don't know how you set that tone where it's kind of like a you're a no-go, but you're there to have fun. They're fun people. Yeah, no. Very delightful people to hang around. It's just that as the drinks start flowing, the energy just shifts. And it's yeah. like... We've, we've hung out with them before, and I felt like we left just in time before <laughs> some wild stuff really started happening. I love it. You know, and but now this party is supposed to be like an all-nighter thing, of yeah. course. It's, of course it is. They're offering rooms like, hey, if you get too drunk, you can stay here. And I don't yep. want to stay around these people. I, I just, I'm not into that type of stuff. I like one woman I, I like and I want my one woman to want me and that's it I don't want nothing else right. no no I got you I got you so hang on a quick second <sighs> there's a lot to run through here yeah have you ever known swingers by the way yes because I've known two couples one couple is divorced and they tried to get Derek and I in a hot tub several times you know these people several times I know them they didn't say like Come on, we're swingers. Get your clothes off. Get in the. But they were put. They would push it every single time. They would never say bring your swimsuits so we could go in the hot tub before we left our house. They would always wait for us to get to their house and go. We should go in the hot tub, and then we always say, "Well, we don't have a swimsuit." They're like, "That's okay." Uh, <laughs> Derek's like, "We got to stop hanging out with them because they make me uncomfortable." I would say if it's just flirting, Terry, and your wife is fine with it, it's a and nothing happens. Then, yeah, but don't wink back. Like, don't be like, well, yeah. Doing OPP this morning, and a couple of minutes ago, we were talking to Terry. Just to kind of recap, this is what's going on in his life as we approach New Year's Eve party time. They're kind of weird. Oh, by the way, he's talking about the couple that wants them to go to this party with them. They're kind of weird. Like, each of the wives 
will openly flirt with me in front of my wife. And their husbands mm-hmm. will openly flirt with my wife in front of me. Initially, my wife thought I was being insecure and like, oh, they just appreciate my beauty. But then when they, when the wives started flirting with me, now all of a sudden it's a problem. I watch certain movies, okay? I know where this goes. Where all does right. this go, Cash? Um, I think it goes to, um, I don't know. I mean, what if you like it? What if it's a lifestyle that you don't know you like? And then you like it. But you're right. It's kind of like a gang. The only way out is in a box. There's no way. What if they spread? What if What if you're like, yeah, not, not doing this anymore. And they're like, well, we're going to tell everyone in the town that you did it for a while. And there's kind of like a weird scarlet letter on swingers, which is weird because people are just doing stuff that makes them happy. You know, it excites them revs up their love life. It doesn't bother you in any way. I would never do it, but... I don't need that kind of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. Uh, a lot a- of shaving. Ashley, <laughs> All what, the would time. You, what would you tell Terry here? How do, you, how do you handle a situation like this? I mean, I personally would just have one of you guys not drink, and then that way, after the ball drops... One of you guys could be like, oh, we're tired. We're going to go home. We had such a great idea. night. We will see you guys later. Yeah, that's a good idea. Wow. But you then don't they're going to stay all night. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you ever known anybody that lives this lifestyle? Nobody really talks about it. No. 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 <laughs> you laugh. No. What if, what if you're there with your man, New Year's Eve, and everybody's having a good time? It's about 1230. People start going to their rooms, and you get the, hey, we've got room in our room. Do you want to come in? Do you go for it? Nope, I got room in my room, too, at home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't necessarily feel like when we switch over to 2024, there's going to be a whole lot different in my life. Yeah. I'm pretty feel good about where things are right now. But I do believe this time of the year is always fun to kind of reflect on what's happened over the last 12 months. So if there was a North Star, if there was a one thing on the very top, the pinnacle of your 2023 that you could put into one sentence, what would that be, Kat? I would say you're only as happy as your child and the growth that he had in like with his mindset in basketball is like... One, it's paying off. He goes and sees his trainer, Mendel, and the guy is like this big guy and yells stuff and not mean stuff, but, you know, like truthful stuff and really tries to make sure that he just can stay positive in his own mind, you know, and that's a big thing. So, so the pinnacle of your year 2023 is seeing your child's athletic growth. Uh, yeah, not so much athletic, but it's just the mindset, you know, like just to watch your kid fall apart because he thinks he's letting the team down when he wasn't, you know what I mean? Like you just want to shake them and say, you're fine. You're doing okay. And, um, when they're happy, like everything is right in the world. And so when we started seeing that this season, I'm like, hot damn, there we go. Will that likely be your pinnacle of 2024 if it continues or do you see anything on the horizon? Mm, well, I, I only think that he's going to get better and improve even more, which is going to be fun to see. But no, I think a personal goal for me is to um, just really crack down on saving. Like I found, I think I found a new way to do it where we save even more. Nice. 
So, yeah, like a lot of people switch between losing weight and finances and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think this next year is going to be more so finances. If you, and I'd love for you to text or call, but if you had to have a pinnacle, a North Star for the year 2023, the thing you look back on that is the highlight of your year, uh, pretty easy for a lot of people. If you had a baby, if you got yeah. married, maybe you bought your first house, Maybe you got that big boy or big girl job, you graduated, whatever the deal was. For me, it was pretty simple. I was thinking about it this morning, and uh, Trish will be, she's like a year cancer-free now. And so that was, the, that was the easiest one for me is to go, my wife hasn't had any treatments this year. And yep. then, you know, she go back to the doctor, and they're like, you're doing great. Cool. We'll see you in three months. We'll see you in six months, whatever the deal is. And so, uh, so that's good to not have to see her go through that. But if you, as you're thinking about this right now, it's always kind of a, a good thing to reflect. If you had one thing. That was like the pinnacle of your year. What would yours be? You want to share it with us? I'd love to see your text. Bingo! How fun! Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo! Bingo what bingo? Bingo! Bingo! All right, listener, bingo is our chance to get you on the radio. Find out a little bit more about you, and it's pretty simple. So the phones are on hold right now until we each get our scenario out there. Kat's going to give you who she's looking for. I'm going to give you who I'm looking for. And if you call immediately, you can get some goodies. But more importantly, we want to get your story on the radio. Maybe you're somebody listening who... Who didn't look the way they wanted to for their wedding. Anne Hathaway was telling a story about how she got a phone call from the director of Les Mis back in 2012. But the character, you had to shave your head for it. Honey, guess what? I'm, I'm gonna, they're going to let me shave my head. They're going to let me do it. And he was like, oh, great. <laughs> and I was like... Like what? And he's like, no, no, it's it's just you know I support the choice. There's just one thing you haven't thought of. I'm like, what? He's like, we're just getting married a couple months later. Oh. And I was like, oh. That's right. So she had to grow it up, and she had a really cute pixie hair cut. So. I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, so you're looking for anyone listening who who didn't look the way they wanted to for their wedding. Okay, I'm gonna look for anyone listening who was a pretty good athlete, and then you had an actual career-ending injury. And you, now you sit at the you end were of the a, bar. You were a, right, right, right. <laughs> and then you have these big get-togethers with the rest of your high school friends. Yep. And you're like, if I just wouldn't have blown out my knee. Remember we, that one big game, man? You threw it. We went to state. Uh, <laughs> so I'm looking for somebody who had, like, you were a, a pretty good athlete. You had a career-ending injury. You blew out your knee. Uh, your shoulder gave out. You had Tommy John surgery. You, uh, you fractured your back. It's a Tommy John surgery. It's when they reconnect these ligaments in your arm. It's mostly That's pictures, right? Um, <laughs> roll. Brian, who gets the bingo, myself or cat? JJ. Hey, I like All that. Right. I like that. So uh, first off, what was your sport of choice? Hockey. All right, and what happened to you, man? Uh, I got hit from behind right before the state tournament, and I blew my ACL, my MCL, my whole kneecap was on, uh, basically almost dislocated. So I had to go through some surgery to get uh, recouped, and it still affects me to this day. Every time the weather changes, uh, I can feel it in my knee. You said it was your senior year. Did you have prospects? Were you going somewhere? You signed a letter of intent? Uh, I did sign a letter back then. Um, I, I was looking to go to UND for uh, hockey, actually. Um, and maybe St. Cloud State was the two uh, choices that I was going to try out for. Okay. Who'd you play for? What what high school? Uh, I was in North Dakota is where I grew up. Okay. Um, I was a four-sport athlete, so I was in football, basketball, hockey, and track. So I you did played, all four. You played basketball Dang. while you were playing hockey? 
Yes, sir. That was impressive. And then after this happens, it's all it's all over. You're really just kind of all right. I got to go to school or get a job, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I did uh, try. Uh, we were I was pole vaulter in track, so I tried whatever I could could do there. I took third for state, uh, so kind of recouped it a little bit. But obviously, it wasn't where where I needed to get back. To. What What do you do for a living right now? Does this affect your day to day? Uh, I'm a sales manager out of uh, ATS. Okay, so it's not that bad as far as, like, you can still do your job with Were a bum you knee. a student athlete where you can push the importance to teens that are listening right now? Like, don't be one of those dumb athletes that you have at anything to fall back on? His name is Nolan, if you'd like to oh, wow. start with uh... a... <laughs> I'm actually a, a youth hockey coach right now, so I, I am getting on the ice still, you know, helping out in the youth community right now. Let's so I, obviously I can't play like I used to, but still getting, uh, helping out the sport. I like yeah. that. I like that. Uh, last question. Was this, was this a situation where you said you got hit from behind? Was it a cheap shot or, you know, and, and then do you look back now and still hold a whole bunch of, you know, kind of angst towards you know where the they dude live. that hit you? <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was our last practice for the state tournament, really, is when it happened. So it was right before the big dance, so to speak. Uh, probably would have got some more uh, looks, you know, if I went to the state tournament. You, uh, so, yeah. in, you said this was in practice? Oh, this was a fellow practice. teammate. Oh, no. This was a teammate, yeah. Uh. He was uh, a guy that came down from Canada to play with us, and uh, he was 6'7", 250 pounds, and he kind of went in the back of my knee, and it really messed it up. That's so, why I don't go up there. I don't go up there at all. Listen, I, d- like I don't know that. if you ever got revenge on this guy, but I know a couple guys. Oh, okay. If you've got $45,000, we could work this dude over really, really heavy. None of that is legit. Thank you for calling. I'm sorry it turned out like that. Hey, thanks for uh, putting your efforts back into the community, though. I'm sure these kids don't realize, uh, you know, probably how painful it is for you to strap it up all the time. But uh, thanks for working with them. Absolutely. All right, brother. It was fun to hear about. Thanks to you too, man. I appreciate that. You know, I I bet we could take stories like that. The almost made it story? For for the rest of the year. Every show for the rest of the year. There's always these guys hanging out out there and and gals too. Um, But you don't really realize it until you get into your 40s and then you have kids that are athletes. Mm -hmm. And then you start talking to other parents that were the exact same way. You're like, oh, I was just this far from making it. The ones like that, those are the heartbreakers. The guys that do in themselves or that didn't have the work ethic. Yeah. But the heartbreaker, like you in practice. Like you you didn't make the twins, but you didn't get injured, right? We don't. You just didn't yep, make it. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> right. For the the only person in my life Ouch. that loves bringing up my twins tryout and how it didn't pan out you into think anything I get joy from that? other than You're it's crazy. <laughs> You're, you're out of your how mind. How I parlayed it into this <laughs> sub-universe of radio glory. You're wrong for even doing that every time, too. <laughs> and you know it's going to be in my head for like the next... God, you're a jerk. Call her Miss M. But if you could read this text, and I'm not exactly even sure where this is coming from, but I was like, oh, juicy. Did we have a bit talking about... Like secret families or something. I don't know. Happened in the five o'clock hour, maybe. But Mrs. M had texted. She said, uh, "Can't call, going to work." But I assume she and her husband they were going through some legal issues. She's not going to get into it. So she said that he would disappear and not come home. And then when she would ask questions, he would be very vague. And so she paid Google 
to search his information, found out that he ended up buying a house. How does that work, by the way? Do you know how that works? I don't. I don't. Maybe it's just. glad I don't. Yeah, I don't want anyone to look into my stuff. But she says that she went to this house, rang the doorbell, a teen answered. This person informed her that that was her husband's child and her mom was the girlfriend and then she said as she was leaving the child said hey would you like to leave a message for my dad she said yeah sure tell him his wife stopped by (sighs) damn that's like wendy williams you remember that story her when you were banging on the glass and she didn't want to talk to you what no oh she didn't see me i can only assume that's why she didn't respond to me but her then husband and manager and producer of her show was creeping around behind her back, got this girl pregnant, was taking her out to vacations and great dinners and um, buying her stuff. And then he bought her a house in New Jersey. And Wendy got the the address from somebody and drove by and spray painted. Oh, she did? Side, yeah. Oh, that's a savage move. Yeah. What's the, is there's a Julia Roberts movie. Is it something to talk about? Is that Julia Roberts? Have you seen that movie? Uh, no, I haven't. So anyways, you know, that were the, I just remember the song being associated with it, but she's basically, they're a, like a suburb family, like her and her husband, they got a happy family going on and she goes into the city for something and then sees her yeah. husband, is it Dennis Quaid maybe walking down the street with some lady and finds out. Is it Kira Sedgwick that he's getting with or what? Uh, boy, good question. I don't remember that part, but. Basically, she finds out he's got a whole nother life with a whole nother family in the city while he's got this whole other family with her in the burbs. Oh, my God. I have to watch it. Yeah, it is. I can't believe we've never seen that. What's that? Is that uh, the Bonnie Raitt song? Maybe something to talk about. And then and then it's all about like everybody knows about it. And she I think they end up together at the very end. Yeah. Which is bananas to me. Really? She and Dennis Quaid get back together? I think at the very end, not well, to be tell, a spoiler alert, me. but I think they end up, I think they end up making it work somehow. Oh, yeah. Here she is pounding on the window. Yeah. And then the little girl goes, hi, dad. Oh, man. Yeah. This looks Can scandalous. Can you imagine that? You know, they don't make movies like they did back in 95. I think the acting was so much better. Just like seemed so real. I, I think they didn't have all the again. CGI to rely on and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, thanks for sharing with us. You guys are always more than welcome to yeah. dump your problems on us. cash. And I know you need it this time of the year. So we're going to get it to you. 6.30 Wednesday morning in the KCLD Playhouse. Join the live show for three grand at 6.30 Wednesday. Here comes more of the podcast. This uh, audio this morning. And then so I had to uh, look up the news story just to see her mugshot. But this guy who is a cop in a a local Florida town. I follow this Instagram page, by the way. I know it's off the beat. Hot but mug it, shots. It's hot. It's, uh, oh, I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's all like really, really hot chicks. That Don't you remember arrested. that one listener that called in and she was on She was the on list. it. Yeah. But like, these are like really, really like, I, I'm telling you, I'm a happily married man. Yeah. And I'm way out of their league or they're way out of my league, I guess I should say. But. Boy, girls like this will make a guy do some stuff that's not right. Okay, settle down. Just saying. Getting a little weird about that whole thing. But, uh, yeah, this Florida officer got busted. So he was doing, like, a a scan one for Walmart, scan two for me situation. They went into Walmart and were skip scanning. They'd scan some items and then they'd put some items in their bag. Walmart caught them, (laughs) stopped them, and allowed them to rescan the items. Together, they didn't have five brain cells. (laughs) The only thing he did right that day was immediately resign from the Haines City Police Department. 
But look at old Shelby. She's wearing a shirt. It says, Dear Santa, I can explain. <laughs> Very few people can tell a story like a Southerner, like with their accent. They're calm about it. But Taking check out good old Shelby. And uh, so she, I love when people are arrested and have mug shots with shirts that like give them away before they get busted. So you're what, 15 years into your marriage? Yeah. What if your husband said, hey, I have a foolproof way for us to make enough money to get that lake place you really, really want. Mm -hmm. It'll just take a year of you and I kind of looking the other way on things that might be ethically or morally shady. Nah. You're not going to go for it? I care too much about my reputation that, you know, if people, why did you just scoff at that? Because I don't. You should. my wife looked at me and said, hey. You know that big house on Lake Minnetonka we want? Let's live a life of crime so we can afford you it. You only live once. I so I would be into whatever. it. If she's like if she's like it's a it's a it's a it's a non-violent crime. Yeah. I'd at least take a second look at it. I think it's really rare to have two people in one relationship that want to do the wrong thing. Normally it's one person doing something that is wrong and illegal and then the other person not knowing about it. I'll tell you how this works. One of them gets turned on by it. One of them gets turned on by doing something naughty. Guaranteed. Really? Guaranteed. It's, it's almost always to the guy that's like, hey, we're never going to get caught. And she's like, oh, are you sure? You being bad is so sexy. I'm all in. And then the girl will screw it up every time and get him caught. <laughs> okay. All right. You got a soapbox there. I, uh, maybe I agree with you. Maybe it is kind of a turn on situation. I don't know. I, I don't know how many is. people out there. Most are people doing stuff like just that. do it because they 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 know it's wrong and something pops. The endorphins pop in their head. It's a chemical reaction. They're they're like, it's like the people that decide they're going to get nasty in public <laughs> because they're it's the thrill of getting caught. Maybe it is a thing. I don't think anyone would ever admit to it though. Like, it's it's something that you do. It's like a dirty. I say we go fishing. The is there anybody out there Nobody's that will admit? doing any little crimes with their partner. Imagine you are this dumb where like you and your cop boyfriend are stealing from Walmart. They went into Walmart and were skip scanning. They'd scan some items and then they'd put some items in their bag. Walmart caught them, stopped them, and allowed them to rescan the items. Together they didn't have five brain cells. The only thing he did right that day was immediately resign from the Haines City Police Department. But look at old Shelby. She's wearing a shirt. It says, Dear Santa, I can explain. So uh, this guy's no longer a cop. And, uh, and we thought, all right, let's dig into this mentality a little bit. You and the love of your life have decided a crime spree would be a great idea. Enough working an honest job. Like, so this is where I get, like, there's a gray line between straight up stealing from somebody or your company and maybe becoming like a professional gambler. Like nobody wants to do just the work. Nobody wants to say, I'm going to work my ass off for someone who doesn't appreciate me till I'm 68. And then I'm going to have a moderate retirement where I probably still have to get a part-time job just to be able to relax for a couple years before I die. The gruesome death that is ahead of me. You know, easy money is addicting. That's why I, I get strippers. I really do. Could I ever do it? No, it takes a special person to do it. Am I comparing them to a thief? No, I'm not. Uh, I just get how having a ton of money given to you by maybe not doing a ton um, 
is appealing. My favorite quote of all time is money won is twice as sweet as money earned. Yeah. And it is. You can find a way to win it. Now, I'm not straight up saying steal it. But Christy, I appreciate you holding. Tell us about you and your man and how this all works out. Like a few months ago, we went to a store and there was this older woman uh, who had her purse sort of like to the side. Yeah. And uh, he was he was talking to her, distracting her. And um, and I took her wallet and I feel horrible about it. Wow. Is this the first time you've stolen from someone like that? No, I mean, I think stolen, we steal from like stores, you know, at like okay. self-checkouts. This is the first time we've stolen like from an actual person. You sound like you have a conscience like it really got to you. Yeah, I I, I feel horrible about it, but it's kind of like, kind of like my boyfriend and I's thing. That's such a weird thing to have. I honestly, I'm in awe right now that you call the radio station to tell us that you took an old lady's wallet while she was distracted by your boyfriend and he wants to do it again and you're thinking about doing it again. Now, what kind of a score do you think you could end up with? Like, I mean, do you think you're going to end up with thousands and thousands of dollars? Because you know you're going to jail as soon as you get caught doing this. Is that worth it? It's not about the money. It's not about the things. It's like, you know... It's, it feels like an aspect of our relationship at this uh, point. Like it's, you know, I told you part of our love. See, and I'm, I'm going to cut you off there because mm. I don't want you to incriminate yourself. But as soon as I could feel that this was the turn on for her, I told you, I told you people get turned on by doing things that are wrong. And it's the thrill of getting caught. So Taylor had texted my boyfriend and I have done some strange things to turn us on. Like your caller, we don't do it all the time, but sometimes when a cashier's back is turned, we'll see how much money we can take from the tip jar. It's a rush, I guess. See? Taylor. Oh, my God. All these people that are, like, saying stuff out loud. That's crazy. You were right. Part of me makes me feel like I'm living a really good life because I've done none of this. But I don't want your criminal history to make me feel better about not being a thief. I just don't want to go down like that. You know, I don't want to get arrested oh, and go to people jail. People have the fantasy of Bonnie and Clyde going down, like getting caught by the cops. You're driving away. You're out running them. I don't think Derek would ever go along with anything anyway. He's kind of a loser like that. <laughs> I, just, I can't see him running. And he's so loud when he sneaks. Like <laughs> if I said, go grab... Go grab her wallet. He would make so much noise. Hey, do you know me? I'm Derek Lee. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> have you seen my Kia commercials? Guys, yeah. you can see me on TV. The other night, he and Liam were trying to sneak into the bedroom that I was in army crawling, and it was like the loudest thing ever. <laughs> I got some great news the other day. Curb your enthusiasm. We've been waiting for it's going to be the final season. And I didn't know they were still making new episodes. Yes. And we've been waiting. So we binged throughout the pandemic, like all 11 seasons throughout the pandemic. Oof. Yeah, that's what we had time to do. But now we're finding out February 4th, 10 p.m. HBO and HBO Max. It's going to be amazing. 10 episodes. And I wish I wish we could live the Larry David life. Um, I wish people didn't get so butthurt. Uh, he says some really crazy stuff sometimes, but... He was doing this interview and he said, you know how I know prayer doesn't work because I'm bald. Mm. So obviously praying for hair. There was that one King of Queens episode where Carrie didn't quite grasp what praying meant. 
You know, like you don't pray for a sale for shoes or right. anything like that. I do remember that. You remember one, that? Yeah. Then she did like the I love the genie, like boom. And he's like, you can't pray for stuff. She's like, you can't tell me what to pray for. Has has prayer ever worked for you where you sent it up? Oh, sure. Stairs and Many it, times. Yeah, I'm okay. definitely a believer in the power of prayer. Um, uh, I, when when Trish got sick, definitely oh, yeah. was one of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I my parents taught me early that you don't pray for something that's like superficial. Like you don't pray that you have a really good day on the mound. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. pray for that. You that you go three for four. Like I've always been taught that prayer is for, is usually for something other than yourself too. Like you want to pray for someone else. You want to pray that you don't pray that your favorite couch goes on sale so you can afford it. In February. That's what a wishing star is for. Right. That's just what just I do wishing really, is for, right? Really selfish, superficial things with wishing on a star. I saw one the other day on my way to work, and I like wished. For, I'm, I can't even tell you, or else it won't come true. But well, and that's stupid too. I don't know whoever. Well, who made that rule? So hold God? on, I can see God did not. It's not part of the Ten Commandments. Moses did not come down from the mountain. And the 11th forgotten commandment was don't tell anybody what you wished upon that star because it won't come true. You need to read closer. That's some stupid ass <laughs> stuff right there. So how about you? Any uh, any prayers that, that you've had that have came true? Um, Yeah, probably the length of my grandparents' life. You know, they, they oh, are in their mid-90s. Sure. Uh, Grandpa sleeps a lot, but he's still, he's very um, sharp in a conversation and uh, grandma has to go in for back surgery. She's going to be oh, 95. No. But she's still moving and grooving. I mean, um, we were just uh, at her house yesterday, and she has a pinched nerve in her back. She had back surgery six years ago. That's so rough when you're that age, too. Healed in like a week and a half. Like crazy. They didn't. She she was a medical marvel. Um, but yeah, I, I do those kind of prayers at night. I do three a night. Oh, you do, you're limited to three. I just do three. I don't want to get too greedy. So I do like the health of my family and, you know, I, I did include them uh, a lot. So, so did that really make it four and then you were greedy because it was like, you can only have immediate family in that prayer. The That's why. one of the rules. Yeah, it was four. It was four total. So. Uh, hey, Ashley, good morning. What, uh, what was the prayer that you, that you had that was kind of answered? Yeah. So I actually was praying and praying. Um, I have a crush on one of my coworkers, uh. and I have been praying every night faithfully. Um, and he finally asked me out on a date. So they work. Oh my gosh. They work, guys. I love that you're just like laying there with your head on your pillow and you're like, please, Lord, please, Lord above, let him look uh, at me and like me. Yes. <laughs> Literally, yes. <laughs> so your prayers were answered. What What is your next set of prayers going to be? Like a first kiss on the first date type of thing? or Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, and that it goes good and that we vibe and okay. that there's a you know second and third yep. and fourth. All and... right, all right, we're good. We're good. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.